Just a short class. Uh, so, a uh, a number of people have been asking: Is this uh, is this Yimod Hamashiach? Is this it? So a lot of a, a lot of people have been asking: Is this it? So the answer is I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> but I, I heard a number of uh, of big Tamidei Chachamim saying in the last couple of days that they believe that. We will see the Mashiach or our children. Well, we always say that. We will see all of our children. But the, the, the strange chain of events is, uh, is uh, obviously makes us want to think. Also, also the, the, we, have to, we have to be concerned, I think, with, uh, with the world completely turning on us. You have this morning the guy who's the head of shipping weapons and things from the United States, the, the officer in charge of shipping everything to Israel or to whoever our allies are, he resigned because he said that he can't, his conscience won't allow him to ship, to ship things to Israel at this point. While he had no problem shipping things to Afghanistan and, uh, and everywhere else they shipped. So... A question came up relating to this week's parashah. I saw it from Rav Moshe Shapira. He says that when we talk about Yimei HaMashiach, we talk about the pasuk from Yeshayahu. And it talks about the wolf shall dwell with the lamb, and the, the leopard is going to lie down with, uh, with, uh, with the kid, the calf, etc. The calf and the beast of prey, they're all going to be together. So the question came up, this is considered the time of the Mashiach. All the animals that normally would, uh, would eat each other, so to say, these animals are going to all get along and that's going to be at the time of the Mashiach. So the question came up, wait a minute, why do we have to go to Yeshayahu? Why don't we just go to the Torah itself? This week, we have Noah. Noah brings onto the Teva. All these different animals. In some way, all these animals have to be able to get along. The question comes, what are all the animals going to eat? Midrash says that later on, Abraham asked Shem, what was it like on the Teva? And Shem says, we literally work 24 hours a day, 7 days a week to feed the animals. Certain animals get fed in the day, certain animals get fed at night. And he talks about a specific animal he didn't know what to feed it, it wouldn't eat. Finally, a worm came out of a piece of fruit and, he, and the animal ate the worm, so he decided, they figured out a way, I guess, you know, the Midrash is saying this spontaneous, uh, uh, what is it called, where the worms just come out of the air. And they gave him, so the question, what did the lion eat? So the one opinion is, even Ezra, I think, writes that the lion ate vegetables. But I don't know if a lion could eat vegetables, so I'm not sure exactly how all of it works. But we see though in the, in the perashah that all the animals were able to get along. So if all the animals were able to get along in Parshat Noah, then why do we refer to Yeshayahu that the animals are going to get along? Why can't we just say it's going to be like it was in the Teva? All the animals get along. So he brings something very interesting and it's something to think about. He says that in a time of Sakana, people will go against their nature. Meaning the animals will get together during a time of Sakana and make peace 
for the moment. And he brings a caution. He says that when B'nai Israel is under pressure, we get together. And we see today, like I've never seen in my life, people coming together from so many different, different walks of, uh, of Judaism. I said one, uh, one, one bus came to the, to the kids on, on, on the base, was filled with Hasidim, they had a big barbecue, they made a barbecue, they danced with all these soldiers who really, for the most part, weren't, weren't religious. And you see people coming out and doing things that, that they haven't done before. So he says, so isn't this, shouldn't this show? And he says, unfortunately, on the ark, it was temporary. On the teva, it was temporary. Once they left the teva, once they left the point where they were all together under pressure, they went their own way and they hated each other. He says, and I guess he's speaking in his time, in the, in the time of the war. He's saying, we have to be careful. Right now, and we can say for our own days. We're like in a teva. It's unbelievable how much hatred is out there for us, and we're beginning to see it. I'm speaking to people every single day that, have, that had little connection to Judaism in their life. Very little connection, but they're Jews. And they keep telling me that I never realize what people really think. How much people hate us. A woman in, uh, in Teaneck wrote, they had a rally in Teaneck. When she was leaving the rally in Teaneck, she was walking, there were two boys walking in front of her, and she was walking to her car with her husband, and 30 protesters from the other side came to attack these two boys. The woman ran to her car, the husband went to go stand with them until the, cop, the police came. The police literally got into physical fights with these people who wanted to, and they were just yelling, let's kill the Jews, let's gas the Jews. This is in the middle of Teaneck, New Jersey. This is not in, this is where we live. You know, one of the things is, uh, Mark Twain said, a number of people said, and the Torah really tells us, and the, and the, and the, the rabbis tell us that the fact that we exist as a people is a miracle. Because according to nature, we shouldn't exist. Right now, we're 15 million people, and a hundred times that amount wants to kill us. Literally, their only desire in life is to kill us. And the rest of the world would probably be happier if we weren't here. And we start to see the true colors. If an, if an officer, if a congressperson immediately says, we bombed the hospital, without looking for any evidence, just to take it and say the Jews did it, let's go. It, it's almost like in the, in, you know, the, 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 the stories, you know, grab your pitchfork, let's go kill the Jews. She was elected by Jews. And exactly. And the, the, the problem we have is that the world is turned on us. And we see the real colors of the world and we have to remember that we only have each other to depend on. We really only have each other to depend on and we have to turn to Hashem to protect us. We live by miracle. Right now, we're together. And what do we have to focus on now, according to Rabbi Meir Shapira? He says we have to focus on figuring out how to stay together. Figuring out how not to have separation. Figuring out how not to have machloket. Trying to, to say, let things slide. Trying to say, 
I'm not going to fight. I'm not going to argue. I want to let things be. You're going to see people are going to turn to you because they're turning to you because you're the guy who knows. I have literally dozens and dozens of people, I would tell you, probably every 10 minutes, someone who's not connected is turning and saying, what should I do? How can I help? What should I do? What do I do? Because they're going to turn to you because you represent Hashem. In a war, there's an army. There are certain guys that are in the front to fight. But behind them, you have the lines behind that is support. Those guys are providing things to the guys in the front. You have logistics teams in the army. You have intelligence teams in the army. You have all these different teams in the army. Every one of us now has to be in the army of Hashem, in the army of B'nai Israel, and we all have to find a role that we can do to support the effort and support it together. <coughs> the bottom line is, if we have unity, then Hashem is with us. I say it one more time that I said it a few times. In the time of Achav, he was an idolater. He was one of the worst idol-worshipping kings married to Izebel. They brought idolatry to the land like never before. They turned the Ben Hamikdash into a place of Abu Dazarah. How bad could they be? They killed the Nevi'im. And the Nevi'im had to hide. Eliyahu Navi had to run. Yet they say in the time of Achav, no soldier died at war. How? How? In the time of David HaMelech, soldiers died. How could no soldiers die under Achav? Because under Achav, the people had unity. The people were there for each other. No matter what we do, we have to focus on that one thing. We all have to focus that I have a job, I'm a cog, I'm a part of this whole operation. I need to make sure I do my job. And that job has to do with, like we said, doing mitzvot and creating angels and creating protection, but also doing whatever we could do and remembering all the time. Each one of us represents Hashem every single day we go out and now more than ever. You're the guy who's religious, you're the girl who's religious, you're the one they're turning to and saying, what do I do? How do I help? You have, to, you have to be that influence. You have to be the light to the nations. Yeshayahu says there's going to be the time that, that the, the animals are going to live together in peace. The animals are maybe, maybe he's referring to us. That we should push away our animal side of us. We should push away the animal with all the things the animal wants. And we should remember our holy neshama, the holy side. And remember that our neshamot all connected in one. If we could remember that, and if we could be, like he says, the light to the nations, we have to be today the light to the nations. We have to be above the nations. We have to be this light. If we could actually be that, then the rabbis are saying that we're going to be the ones who see Mashiach. Bezrat Hashem, the words are going to come true. This all began in a horror, but always we have horrors that end with song. That's the story of B'nai Israel. Bezrat Hashem, Az Yashir Moshe. Bezrat Hashem, Az Yashir, all of us are going to sing eventually. Then it says Moshe will sing. Then, Bezrat Hashem, we're going to get through this together. Hashem will protect us and then we will sing together. Baruch Adonai Dolam, Amen